Learning to live one day at a time is the essence of the AA program. Back in the 1920s, a philosopher wrote, The present contains all that there is. It is holy ground, for it is the past and it is the future. The communion of saints is a great and inspiring assemblage, but it has only one possible hall of meeting, and that is the present. Those of us in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous know how the 12 steps gradually brought us hope, but only after we were willing to accept the despair, the defeat, and the hopelessness, as well as the unmanageability of our lives. Very few have an outlook on life as those who have found freedom from chemicals, those of us who have arrested our illness. It's like being born again and living in another world. There's nothing unusual or novel about the AA way of life, a day at a time, or according to the program's 24-hour plans, as it's sometimes called. There's nothing in the big book Alcoholics Anonymous or in the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions or in the 24-hour-a-day book that's unique or particularly original about the relationship of the present to the living. I believe all of us can easily imagine a caveman sitting out in the mountainside in front of a hole in the mountain looking over his environment as the sun is coming up in the morning and reasoning that in order to live at all, he has to live each day as it comes. I don't believe he's preoccupied with the things that he accomplished yesterday, whether it was victory or defeats. I don't think he's preoccupied with what he's going to do tomorrow or next week. I think he's solely preoccupied in what he's going to do this day. The miracle of appreciating the mechanism of the individual moment, as George Bernard Shaw called it, requires no special education or knowledge or special sciences, or spiritual revelations, or special skills. It does, however, require humility. It requires sanity, and it requires sobriety. For me, probably the most rewarding function of alcohol was that wonderful union of the immediate moment with the past and the future. When drinking, the past, the present, and the future were all rolled into one. On any given day of my daydreams, my fantasies consisted of the past relived, which I could then edit and revise like some TV script with some new hero or role, which invariably was me. I could alter the dialogue to suit my own vanity and ego. And many times the drunken past became as real as history, sometimes even more so. Serious questions that I had to ask myself is had I actually done or promised this, that, or the other thing, or did I merely dream it? There were times also when it was like some private eye in some crazy mystery story looking for evidence to find out what the night before or the day before or the week before had really been like. I would have to go around places I thought I had been, enter into some dialogue or conversation with people that were there to find out what I had done. And then there was the future. I dreamed many times of becoming a professional baseball player, a pilot, boxer. I played baseball when I was younger. I thought I was pretty good at it. The only problem was that people didn't recognize my talents. I had done some amateur boxing. I thought I was pretty good at it. The only problem, as I could see it, is that people didn't recognize my talents. I had learned to fly airplanes, and I had visions of someday becoming a professional pilot. And if I couldn't be worthy or accomplish these things, I looked for those who themselves were worthy. I'd hold on to their shirt tails or coattails in the drunken moment, looking for something, 
looking for some recognition. I knew professional ball players and boxers and pilots. And when we would be in a social gathering someplace, it would do something to my ego to be called by first name. But someday I thought they're going to notice me, and I could deliver some magnificent speeches in the darkness of my living room at two in the morning. I could listen to ovations I received after hitting a home run and winning the ball game, or flying a plane through some storm that no one else could fly through, or knocking someone out in the first round, while the dog yawned and I stumbled and fell to the floor in a heap of oblivion. To an alcoholic like myself, the booze bottle was filled with pure magic, pure science fiction. It was sort of a time machine that would take me anywhere I wanted to be and live any moment I wanted to live. And what had gone on before and what will come into the dim present. The present was bearable if and when, but only if and when I was drinking. My greatest problem in life and with this illness was not so much in drinking or being drunk. But what happened when I couldn't drink, when the magic machine would stop, when the present became at last today, stark reality and I could do nothing about it. All of this is hopefully past, really past. I can talk about it today in comfort and ease, and I can say this is where I once survived. I didn't live here, I merely survived. I would compare it with the caveman and his survival. I can remember it clearly as it was. Today I have no intention of returning to that sickening, nerve-shattered world of the booze-sodden drunk, who is afraid and dreaded the realities of everyday living and their responsibilities. In the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous, I made friends, not only with the people in the programs that were also former manipulators of the past and present, but also with some other people that I discovered were sober people, humble people, sane people. People like that had been around me all the time, but I had never noticed that they were humble and sane and sober, that they were happy and living productive lives. My drunken egotism had led me to believe that everyone drank. If they didn't drink, they should be held in suspect. It led me to believe that everyone lived and thought the distorted and twisted way I did. When we sober up and become free from chemicals, one of the most important, to me anyway, was a remarkable 24-hour program, or living one day at a time. Remarkable because when drunk, it was literally impossible for me to live a day at a time. I had lost first the ability to distinguish one day from another, and second, to handle the actual concepts of time. In order to live, we need to be free from all drugs, for without freedom from them, we are nothing. We need sanity. We cannot begin to deal with the sane and simple relationship of time until we are sober or clean, and not just strung out between binges. At the beginning of my sobriety, I'm not sure that the idea of living 24 hours a day made much sense. But I used the suggestion anyhow, and it worked. Prior coming into this program, I had been on a two-and-a-half-month binge, many days of which are a complete blackout, no hope, mentally isolated, spiritually bankrupt, and pretty much beat up physically. I was mad at everyone and scared stiff. My sponsor told me to avoid taking the first drink and then to confine myself to a daytight compartment 
of 24 hours. He said, yesterday can't be changed. Tomorrow was too uncertain. My job was to take care of this 24 hours, and sometimes it was necessary to fight through those first days by the hour, sometimes even by the minute. And I believe all of us have attained our sobriety in AA in this fashion. As time passes, the pressure and the compulsion to do alcohol and drugs lessens. We clean up some of the mistakes of our living. With help, we get some things straightened out. We begin to face ourselves and our lives a bit better. Even after a number of 24-hour periods, when faced with the problems of everyday living and the responsibility that goes along with it, the desirability of living within 24 hours is still very attractive to me. This AA suggestion took on new meaning long after it helped me get through the struggle of avoiding the first drink. When I ask, give us this day our daily bread, I know full well that the bread or strength I ask for is sufficient only for this day and for this day's need. I can't afford to waste that strength or time on regrets over yesterday or fears and vain hopes for tomorrow while I know that I'm given strength for today only. There are times troublesome stinking thinking will pop up and a tendency to let your past or your future interfere with what you ought to be doing today. Your sole occupation and interest is in the moment that you are passing, this 24 hours. This troublesome or stinking thinking includes not only regrets for what might have been and feelings of guilt and remorse for what did occur, but also anxieties, fears, and worries about what might happen tomorrow. This kind of thinking creates the uneasiness and confusion which can many times lead to that first drink or taking the first drug. AA suggests that our concerns should be confined to this present day. All that we have and all that we have to handle is in the present. Yet sometimes this fact is hard to keep in mind because we have a tendency to indulge in foolish fantasies about what might be. This living within 24 hours is probably the hardest thing to do. There are, of course, some things we can gainfully do today that concern our past and our future. For these, Alcoholics Anonymous offers the 12 suggested steps to recovery, and the practice of step 4 and 9 gives us an opportunity to adjust present and past relationships with ourselves and others. These steps are intended not for the purpose of digging up the past needlessly, but rather to serve as an inventory in order to adjust our present-day mistakes, some of which may persist from the past. We should concern ourselves with the mistakes of the past only if they continue to trouble us today. In order to benefit from these steps, our approach is twofold. First, we consider and try to practice them as best we can 24 hours at a time. And secondly, we try not to do everything at once. Easy does it as a practice that helps keep us within the limits of our 24-hour strength. And these steps help us to put our past behind us. Now, living just for today doesn't mean that we can't plan and provide wisely for the future. Surely, if we owe money that is payable in a certain period of time, it might be wise to put some aside today and every day, so as when the time comes for that payment, we can make it. Also, if we plan a trip a month in advance, we can make reservations and preparations today. But this is doing something today that should be done today, instead of putting it off and creating worry or fear at a later date. 
Steps 10, 11, and 12 outline a plan of daily living confined to this 24 hours, which enables all of us to concentrate our strength and abilities on the only important time, and that is now. Each 24 hours, try not to become resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid. Regret over the past is a waste of time. Anxiety and worry over tomorrow is a waste of energy. Sobriety is best attained by learning to live each day by itself. The principles of AA and the practice of the 12-step can and will bring sobriety and peace of mind to you and your loved ones when it becomes a habit through constant daily practice and living. The greatest comfort anyone can have comes from doing and knowing he has done the best he possibly can for 24 hours. And the greatest need will be a common sense in going about doing the best he can. Problems and personality defects can be overcome, and recovery can be ours. I don't believe anyone wants to go back to yesterday, dragging themselves wearily along, filled with self-pity, deception, bitterness, and resentments, in exchange for the person you are today and the person that you might become. We're also prone to think about tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised us. Tomorrow is made up of many uncertainties, apprehensions, fears, and anxieties of the unknown. One of the greatest handicaps a person can have is fear. Fear that perhaps we might be too immature to accept the responsibilities and disciplines that go along in achieving a happy and better life without the use of chemicals. It's far beyond your power or mine to comprehend what tomorrow holds in store for us. And it is to worry and fret about what happened yesterday. All the money in the world can't bring back yesterday. We can't undo a single act we performed. We can't erase a single word we said. Yesterday is gone. And so we began to build a new way of life based on the present, today. By living one day at a time, we can bring life down to the size that we can handle and be comfortable in doing so. The chemically dependent person on the average is endowed with the daydreaming type planning personality. He has a habit of reliving the past and looking to the future. There's little doubt that fear of the past and the future can prevent anyone from living happily in the present. Also, it's dissatisfaction with the present that impels us to escape to the past and to the future. And should we be dissatisfied today, we can be sure of one thing. We better change. We can help to bring this about by action, by doing something constructive today, practicing the steps, using the serenity prayer, or one of the many other resources of AA, but doing it today. In closing, I'd like to quote from the inside of the 24-hour day book. Look to this day, for it is life, the very life of life. In this brief course lies all the realities and verities of existence, the bliss of growth, the splendor of action, the glory of power. For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. But today well lived makes every yesterday a dream of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day.